Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program contains mature content. Viewer discretion is advised. Today on an all-new Dr. Phil, an eating disorder. I binge and purge at least 30 times a day. She blames on mom. You've heard it once in four years. I don't want to focus on the time frame. Well, I'm the one that decides what we're focusing on. Is she living in reality? I'm so sick that nobody believes me. If she thinks calories are contagious. I get mad when someone touches me because the calories are getting on to me. Calories don't jump from one person to another. Let's do it. Have a good show, everybody. Here we go. This is a safe place to talk about hard things. Stand by, Dr. Phil. I try to be an emotional compass and point you in the right direction. In five, four. I am not giving up on you. Go, Dr. Phil. Okay, take a look at 15-year-old Bella. Most girls this age are focused on school, extracurricular activities like cheerleading or dance, and of course, dating boys. But my young guest today wrote to me because her life is consumed by thoughts of food every waking moment of the day. Here's what she said in a video message she sent to me. I really need the help from Dr. Phil. I binge and purge at least 30 to 50 times a day. I don't go to school anymore because I spend most of the day throwing up in the bathroom. I don't know what to do anymore. I cannot think anymore. I cannot breathe. I believe I'm going to die because of this very soon. Well, Bella says she binges and purges 30 to 40 times a day, cannot concentrate on school, hoards food in a drawer under her bed, and she says she eats flour or anything that will make her nauseous and has even wished she could weigh as little as 62 pounds. Take a look. disorder and it ruins my life because every single day is consumed by a constant routine of binging and purging. <coughs> I don't even think about purging. It just takes control over me. Isabella is very obsessed with being thin and obsessed with food. There's no times where I'm not thinking about food. I like to binge on cereals, sandwiches, chips, sugar, milk, anything. Sometimes I would eat flour. I would eat a couple spoonfuls because I know it hurts my stomach. And it would be easier to throw up something. One time, I saw her eating out of the garbage. She was eating leftover food that people had thrown out. It was really scary. 
I'm so desperate to binge and make myself throw up. I steal laxatives and I steal food probably three times a week at stores. I see and find wrappers tucked behind couches, tucked behind her bed, drawers, shoes, backpacks. I don't see a future without my eating disorder. I don't ever see myself recovering. I just can't stop. Bella has now started to believe that calories can actually jump from other people onto her. She's even worn a surgical mask to prevent calories from entering her lungs. Take a look. I am obsessive and compulsive when it comes to food. I see germs as calories. I take showers three times a day. I have to wash my hands 20 times. I go through 40 pairs of socks I a day. I put my forks and spoons and plates and boiling hot water before I eat with them so I can get all the calorie germs off. Isabella feels that calories are floating in the air and that she feels that she'll absorb them through her skin. I always feel like I'm just ingesting calories by breathing. Isabella's tried to wear a mask when we go out shopping. I walked into the grocery store like this. I thought this was an easier way to um, not get the calories onto me. The smell of cooking food drives me crazy. When I'm cooking, Isabella um, keeps her door closed and will not allow anyone to open the door. I put blankets by the doors to get those smells out because I'm going to ingest them and get fatter. Isabella becomes extremely freaked out when someone touches her. It's like invisible calories on people's hands and if it touches me, then it'll go into my bloodstream and I'll just get fatter. The other day when I accidentally touched Isabella's hand, she freaked out. When I'm around Isabella, I feel like I'm constantly jumping through hoops. I don't know how to make her happy. I know scientifically I sound crazy. I just think this way. Okay, Bella, I, I wanna start with you. And sometimes people have a different reaction to watching themselves, kind of the little capsules of their lives on video. What's your reaction to watching yourself on video. I think I just look so fat in that video. Uh -huh. All right, so that jumps out at you, that you look fat in the video. What else? I'm just sad. Mm -hmm. About what? The way I look. You're sad about the way you look. <laughs> and just how stupid I sound. Uh -huh. and, and what sounds stupid to you? <laughs> like, it just is so, like, who wears a mask to the store and like calories can't jump on you. I can't stop thinking that it does. <laughs> Intellectually, do you know that calories don't jump from one person to another? I know that, but I believe that. Okay, but intellectually you know it, but still emotionally you, f you feel threatened by it. Exactly. Do you think your mother gets and understands the gravity of your situation here? No, I don't. Okay, what is it that she doesn't understand? Tell us. She just doesn't understand when it comes to like the calorie germs that I'm fearful of. She just, I think she gets mad and like embarrassed or upset about it all the time mm -hmm. when I bring it up. When you bring what up? Like, don't touch me. Why would you touch me? Like, I just get so mad when someone touches me. Okay, and, and you get mad because? I get mad because I think like the calories are getting on to me. <clears throat> Okay, and you call them calorie germs? I call them calorie germs. Okay, and, and there's no such thing, so you can't use that term with me. I won't, I won't come into your delusional system with you because I, I know there aren't calorie germs. D did I hear it right that you've never seen her throw up? When the show was at our house, I actually was walking at the end um, of her actually throwing up. I've never actually physically seen her throw up prior to that. You've been doing this for how many years? The throwing up, probably for four years. 
Okay, and you say you've been doing it an average of 50 times a day? Yes. Okay, so that's like 1,500 times a month. So that's like uh, 18,000 times a year for four years. So do the math, that's like 70,000 times. And you've never seen your daughter throw up? She says she's thrown up 70,000 times, and you don't believe that. I don't believe that. But I... let's say it's half that. Uh, you've never seen her throw up? No. Where the hell have you been? Do you live in, like, Buckingham Palace or something? Where, how, do you, how do you live in a house with somebody that's throwing up 7,000 times? Let's, let's cut it 90%. You've never seen it one time. No. She doesn't see me because... I stay in my room all the time throwing up. Do you hear her? I heard her when she was in the house that last time. She also you heard her once in four That's years. Correct. You, you... That's correct. I also don't think it's been four years. Um, that was another thing. But I don't want to. I don't want to focus on the, the the time frame. Well, I'm the one that decides what we're focusing sure. on. Okay. I'm... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What I'm trying to say is, she does. She has her own bathroom. She doesn't eat her meals with us when she throws up. So there's never really a, a predictability pattern. I'm curious, what, what do you want to focus on? Because I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to change what's going yeah, on here. No, and I am too. I'm pretty sure you don't know how to do it. Or I don't, I don't. you wouldn't be in this situation. Correct. You got a daughter that wants to weigh 62 pounds. If she's exaggerating, that means she's out of touch with reality. Um, so this seems to be spinning way out of control. It is, but it is. What I'm doing is not working. Okay. Wow. That's really, it's really interesting to me how this thing's a whole dynamic, because I don't really think this is about her. Okay. I think this is a real family issue here. I do too. Yeah. Um, and I don't really even think we're talking about an eating disorder. Did it bother you that I shook hands with you when you came out? Yeah, I did. Did you think something was going to jump off of me onto you? Well, you could have eaten something, and then you could have got the calories on your hands, and then you could have put it on my hands, and then I could have got into my veins, and then I could have got into my stomach. Well, how do you know I wasn't as worried about something jumping off of you on the meat? I don't know. Because <laughs> I could have gotten girl cooties from you. <laughs> yeah. You never know. All right, we're going to take a break. Bella says her mother actually chained their fridge shut. Find out why when we come back. Inside here. We have our refrigerator. To keep Isabella from binging, we had put a lock on our refrigerator. I had to ask when I had to eat, and they would have to get the food for me. It was humiliating and embarrassing. Tomorrow on an all-new Dr. Phil. I survived a kidnapping, and I believe I witnessed a murder. Did you find a missing girl? You say you saw her get shot in the head. You were handcuffed to her body. She has vivid memories. I was forced to dig a hole for her. They put me in the hole on top of her. But her story... I see it riddled with inconsistencies. ...has pieces missing. How did you get away from these people? I can't remember. That's tomorrow. I see fat everywhere. I think that is disgusting. I think my ideal weight should be around 80 pounds. One time I got down to 78 pounds because I didn't eat and I took almost 16 laxatives. Life is just so much better when you're skinny. Well, 15-year-old Bella says she has a crippling fear that calories can fly through the air, 
make her fat. She is also deathly afraid of smelling food because she thinks she might inhale calories. Now, she says she gained a tenth of a pound after hugging her grandmother. Bella says she purges 30 to 40 times a day to get rid of calories, some of which are those that can jump on her. She says it all started when she was nine years old. I started binging and restricting because my mom made me feel like I was fat or that I didn't have the perfect body. I have never told Isabella that she's fat. When I was nine, I was running up the stairs and she heard me out of breath and she was like, you're so out of shape, you need to exercise. I have encouraged Isabella to work out. She takes it in a negative way. She would always compare me to my friends. She said things like, you can't get that shirt. You don't look like those types of girls that can wear those types of shirts. My mom never told my brothers that they were overweight. Inside here, we have our refrigerator. To keep Isabella from binging, we had put a lock on our refrigerator. I had to ask when I had to eat, and they would have to get the food for me. I mean, it was to the point where people were like, I didn't want to eat because it was more of work to come down here. It was humiliating and embarrassing was in no means to punish her. This was to protect her and keep the control of the food until she regained control of herself. I have always tried to save Bella and fix Bella, and I did not give her the tools to fix and save herself. Well, do you think that your mother's been the trigger for all this? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So you think because she made you self-conscious made you self-aware, compared you to other people, made you feel second class or less than compared to others? Yeah, I do. Do you think she did it on purpose? I don't think she did it on purpose. I think she tried to prevent me from having an eating disorder, but it just backfired. Mm -hmm. And do you think that when she said those things, do you think you overreacted to them? I mean, I do think I overreacted to them, but it's still, I'm still like almost traumatized from hearing those things from my mother. I, I can never get over that. Mm -hmm. I'm miserable, and it sucks that my mom won't even believe me. And what is it she won't believe? That I throw up as many times a day. <clears throat> I, I did rough calculations, but you've thrown up 60, 70,000 times. I guess so, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Can, will you do this for me? Um, yeah, I'm going to have to kind of go with your mother on that. Uh, I think you maybe are misadding a bit. And uh, not, not to say I don't think you're throwing up, because I do. Um, but I, I think if, if you had thrown up, uh, I'm going to show you in a little while what I think your teeth would look like if you had thrown up 60 or 70,000 times. Because mm -hmm. uh, I think the acid would have uh, eaten your teeth right out of your mouth. And you said you have to either binge and purge or eat nothing at all. Have you eaten since you got here? I haven't eaten since I got here. Because you didn't want to look fat on the show? No, because I couldn't throw up in private. You say that you steal food and laxatives? Yeah. You, you shoplift them? Yes. And you've done this how many times? Maybe a hundred times the total. A lot. Yeah. And, and you say that sometimes you'll eat as many as 70,000 calories in a day if you can purge them. Yeah. That's a lot. How much food is that? I mean, like, give me an example it's, of how many 
of something you will eat? Say I would, I would probably eat a whole box, of, two boxes of cereal. Anything I see, I will eat. Doesn't matter what it is. Why do you eat flour? Because it makes me nauseous, so it's easier to throw up. So you, you eat just like flour with a spoon? Yes. You eat paper? You eat napkins? Yes. Why, why do you eat paper and napkins? Because they have no calories and they make my stomach hurt, so I won't eat after. Okay. Do you know how much you weigh now? No, I don't. Do you have a rough idea? Probably around 128 pounds. Okay. And do you think that's just ghastly? That it's horrible? Yeah, I think that's disgusting. And what's the lowest you've ever weighed? The 78 pounds. And you were how old? I was 14, but the only, way, the only reason why I got down to 78 pounds is because I took so many laxatives. Okay. You change your socks frequently? I go through like 30 pairs of socks a day. Uh-huh. And why do you think you do that? Because your socks collect the most germs because you're walking on the floor, and then if it goes on your bed and then you touch your bed, then you get all those germy calorie things. Right. Kind of said it without saying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Germy calorie things. Bella isn't the only person in the family who has battled uh, a severe eating disorder. We're going to find out who Bella blames for passing their weight obsessions on to her. We'll be right back. I blame my mom 100% for my eating disorder. When I was 15 years old, I was hospitalized three times for bulimia. I told Isabella about my eating disorder because I didn't want her to experience the same problems that I had and I was trying to protect her. To me, I felt like that my mom liked it better when I was starving myself because I could go days without eating and my mom doesn't say anything. But if I ended up eating, she would be on top of that. My mom asked me to get over my eating disorder. She's always telling me, you have to do it on your own. Isabella does not want my help. I have offered emotional support, structure, and the mere mention of any of those things usually sets her off in a tirade. I liked it better when my mom thought I was starving myself, and I think she did too. Well, I'm here with 15-year-old Bella, who believes that calories are just really her enemy, that they can fly through the air, she can breathe them in, she can get them from touching things. She locks her door so nobody can put food in her mouth while she's sleeping. So clearly, she is obsessed with this. She says, look, this is my mother's fault, and she explains it this way. I blame my mom 100% for my eating disorder. My mom had an eating disorder when she was my age. When I was 15 years old, I was hospitalized three times for bulimia. I overcame it when I had my son. I told Isabella about my eating disorder because I didn't want her to experience the same problems that I had, and I was trying to protect her. Since she suffered from body image issues, she tried to make me always eat healthy foods so I wouldn't get fat. When I was like, Really young, I refused to eat the vegetables, and my mom made me stay at the table until I ate them. The rest of the children ate them, went off. Bella ultimately refused and eventually fell asleep at the table. If I was asking for a snack, it was always vegetables. It was always vegetables. My emphasis on food, diet, 
Exercise has contributed to her eating disorder. She hates exercise in any form. Bella doesn't want to be anything like me. You had multiple hospitalizations for bulimia and anorexia at age 15. And at age 15, your daughter is struggling with bulimia and wishing she was anorexic mm -hmm. because she's wanting to get down. And you see no connection because oh, there's connection. anger here. No, you no. say, oh, this is completely different. I, I see I no see connection, connection at all. Because I know that there is a genetic background and I put a lot of emphasis on health and fitness. I don't really remember putting so much of an <clears throat> emphasis on food. But based on results, we have to say whether it's a com whether it was genetic predisposition, or that has potentiated, or whether or not it was a combination of genetic predisposition and choices made in parenting or emphasis, or whatever. We certainly have to see that there are strong parallels. There is, but you know what I think. I think wait, that. Wait, 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 wait. Respond to me without but in the okay. sentence, because you said, well, yes, there are, but. But means forget what I just said. I'm going to now tell you what I really mean. I said, do you see that there are strong parallels? Yes, I do, but no, I don't really. Do you really not see the parallels I here? see the parallel. If I brought Isabella to McDonald's every day when she was younger, I think she would blame me for her eating disorder then. If I gave her health foods, she blames me for her eating disorder now. So I do see the parallel, but... Sorry. But... I do see the parallel, but no, oh, I see the parallel. No matter what but I do, listen, it's wrong. I'm, and I'm not just playing semantics right. with you. Do you see my point? I do. You're saying, I see the parallels, and then you move to explain it away. Sure. And you can't change what you don't acknowledge. You're saying, I see the parallels, but... I don't understand them. If I, I th then if I'd done this, I'd be blamed. If I'd done this, I'd been blamed. If I'd done this, I'd have been blamed. So I really don't think I'm a factor here. Is what you're saying. Yes, I had my problem. She's got hers. I really don't see the connection. They're very different. To me, they are different. I'm trying to understand. But again, I'm saying I don't see it because yeah. I don't feel it. I really don't. I, yeah. I, I, so I wasn't just picking on a word. You really don't see the connection. Other than like facts and that they're both the same age and there is a factor that we're both suffering from the same problem. Yeah, other than the facts that... There I, is a genetic factor, and the onset is at the same age. <laughs> so so that's, that's the connection. You, yeah. That's the connection. Yeah, other than that. That's the connection. And this isn't about fault, by the way. Okay. And it's important that you understand that. I think I've been blamed so much for it that it yeah. feels like it's always about fault. But, it, but that's, not, that's not what I'm talking about. Here. Right, right. Okay. What I'm talking about is responsibility for change. Okay. And that's what you want. Yeah. Not even God can change what has happened, but we can all work to change what does happen, right? Correct. And that's what we want. Okay, Bella shaved half of her head and dyed it pink. She did that earlier this year. Her mom believes her daughter has an emerging borderline personality, which makes her do impulsive and extreme things. I disagree with that as well. But I'll explain what I do think when we come back. I do believe Isabella has borderline personality disorder. When Isabella rages, she swears at me, calls me names. One time, she shaved half of her head and she left by ambulance to a psych unit from school. 
closed captioning provided by... If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Because of my eating disorder, I had to stop going to a mainstream school. Every time I went to the bathroom, which was... Almost every period, I was throwing up. Isabella left her old high school based on a combination of inappropriate behavior and being in and out of hospitals. I attend school at a therapeutic school right now, but I don't show up. I don't like the kids there. This is extremely frustrating for me. Because Isabella is not going to school, she is facing two weeks in juvenile hall. Okay, I'm here with 15-year-old Bella. Now, her mother, Wanda, says that Bella has a severe eating disorder, but she says it's not her only problem. She says she thinks she has an emerging borderline personality disorder, which makes her behave in a really impulsive way. I really do not have a good relationship with my mom. We're always fighting. I do believe Isabella has borderline personality disorder. It causes extreme fluctuations in anger. When Isabella rages, she swears at me, calls me names. She is very, very hurtful. She tried to act all innocent, plays like the victim, and it bothers me. Isabella can get very over the top and reckless and impulsive. One time she told me that she was pregnant and that she had told the boy, and the test came out negative. Next week, she shaved half of her head. Isabella's impulsive behavior has stressed me out and drained me immensely. I feel frightened to discipline her because she threatens to run away. One time, my mom took my phone away because I didn't go to school that day. I was trying to stand up to her. I started freaking out and I ran away from home. I can't really take anything else away because she doesn't care about anything. I've asked Dr. Pat Basu, he's the chief medical officer for Doctor On Demand to explain the collateral damage uh, from Bella's binging and purging. Now, uh, Doctor On Demand uh, is, is, is a company, an app that we have created here. And uh, Dr. Basu, just so you know, is highly qualified. He served as a White House fellow, uh, was on the board of governors at Stanford uh, Medical Alumni Association. He holds a medical doctorate with an MBA with honors from the University of Chicago. So this is the guy's top of his field. Uh, uh, Dr. Basu, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. How are you, Dr. Phil? I am well. Uh, I want to just get right to this, doctor, if we can. I am very concerned uh, about Bella and her uh, binging and purging. I want to talk about the harmful effects of bulimia. What are the dangers with regard to mouth, throat, esophagus, stomach, intestines, all of that area? 
our stomach and our bodies, you know, it secretes acid, a very highly concentrated acid that uh, you know, some of that, the cells actually secrete uh, hydrochloric acid. And your stomach is designed to contain that acid. It has special lining, special cells that protect the stomach itself uh, from that concentration. That concentration is incredibly high. Now, if that acid, that gastric acid from our stomach rises even a few times, it's going to damage and, and kill the cells in, in your esophagus. Um, the same is true, obviously, in your mouth and your teeth. Okay, we're now, looking right now at a picture that you've provided us that shows a bulimic's mouth that has thrown up chronically uh, so uh, across a, a, a number of months, many times a day, and the teeth are just rotted from their mouth. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, that's, that's, it's, it's horrible. You know, the acid will just, over time, it will literally decay and, and dissolve uh, those teeth. Okay, we, we have another picture here. What you're looking at here is literally a hole torn uh, directly uh, into the stomach. Uh, if this hole erodes into an artery of which uh, surrounds the stomach, uh, the patient can, can bleed to death. So um, this, this can definitely be a fatal uh condition. Doctor, when, we, when we're talking about laxative abuse, then you really have problems with the colon as well, right? That's true. And it's worth knowing that actually by the time you try laxatives or, you know, diuretics, the calories have actually already been absorbed. So the laxative, by the time that works, you know, 90 plus percent of the calories are already in your body. The only thing you're starting to get rid of at that point is water. And over time, we get something called lazy bowel syndrome, uh, where, where it causes severe, severe constipation as a rebound effect to that constant laxative abuse. And again, those, those conditions can take, uh, years to, um, can take years to resolve. All right. Well, doctor, I, I really appreciate it. I, I know you guys are busy right now because you're moving into cold and flu season. So I know your, your phones are ringing off the hook at Doctor On Demand. So I really appreciate you for joining us, Dr. Basu. Thank you. Uh, next, Bella says, all of her siblings take her mom's side, leaving her feeling alone and unsupported. We're going to hear from Big Brother Alex when we come back. I'm not so sure that what we're dealing with here is primarily an eating disorder. I'm going to tell you what I think it is after the break. Tomorrow on an all-new Dr. Phil, she claims she found a missing girl. Did she leave that house? She did not leave it alive. I was forced to dig a hole for her. They put me in the hole on top of her. That's tomorrow. Closed captioning provided by... My siblings take my mother's side over everything. They worship her in a way. I don't know why they do it, but I know that they try to protect my mom. Like, I see it, I notice it, I witness it every day. I don't want anything from my family. There's nothing they can do. Wanda says her three other children take a back seat to Bella's eating disorder. She says because of Bella's behavior, her youngest daughter has become clingy and worried and her youngest son is angry and now makes comments about Bella's weight. So, look, this clearly is affecting the entire family, right? It is. Um, and at, but it was interesting, you see it completely differently. I mean, she says, yeah. everybody's on your side, and she's over here alone. 
and you say that everything is about her and everybody else takes a back seat to her and her eating disorder. The kids are angry. Um, they're angry because they're not allowed to behave in the ways I allow Belle to behave. And um, part of that feel is, comes to the fact that I've lost control with Bella um, right. as, a, as a parent and as through discipline, and they don't think it's fair. Now, this is your big brother, Alex. Uh, what do you think about all of this? Are you worried about your sister? Yeah, I'm very worried about my sister. I mean, you just heard Dr. Basu from Doctor on Demand. He's talking about actually life-threatening medical issues that come to play here, as well as the psychological aspects. Yeah, I'm very worried that if things continue to get worse, that she'll have major health problems, possibly die. Do you believe he wants the best for you? Yes, because he's always had my back, even if no one else did. The kids definitely care about Bella. They're very worried about her, but it's very difficult, especially when they're younger, to, she's, she can be very mean to them. And it's very difficult for them not to react to that. So a lot of times they react to her um, from maybe the things that she's saying or pushing them away. And they can only take so much and eventually they're gonna respond back. Um, and then she'll internalize that as everybody hates me, but they've pushed, she's pushed so much. But There's... I don't mean to be mean. I just am so upset with myself. Mm -hmm. What do you want from your mother that you're not getting? I want her to tell me it's gonna be okay and I want her to believe me. I don't want to have to hide and be so scared. What do you want her to believe? I want her to believe that I'm struggling and I cannot stop throwing up and I cannot stop eating, but she doesn't believe it. Bella, you've been in six hospitals. If I didn't believe you, I wouldn't have put you there. I mean, we have been through the gamut. I have gone through, exhausted everything possible out there. I mean, we're in the Dr. Phil show, right? This is it, this is the, this is the last of the rope. I mean, honestly, no, it is. I mean, this was hard, this is it. <laughs> This, all right, you know what this is? This is putting all of us out there for the world to see. And this is all for you. And the thing is, is, I don't know what else I can do. Everything I'm doing, nothing is working. Or you don't like it, or it's not exactly to your standards, but there's, I'm exhausting it all. But that's not the question I asked. I said... But it's because I believe you that I'm doing these things. But you just said I'm over-exaggerating. Certain numbers, but I don't believe that you're exaggerating the fact that you have a problem or the fact that you want help or that you but need help. But that's not the issue. I throw up so many times a day and nobody believes me because I'm not sick or I'm not dying or because I'm not skinny. We all believe that you have a problem, sweetheart. It has nothing to do with the fact that we're saying, okay, it may not be 40 times a day. We all believe that you still have a... But that's what happens and nobody believes me and it makes me so sad. So what specifically do you want to be believed about? I'm so sick, but nobody believes me, and I'm so scared. I'm so scared I'm going to die soon, and I don't want to die. Oh, I believe you. You use food to rebel against their control. That that was your way of rebelling. Planning for the holidays can leave us feeling impatient, stressed out, and in some cases, depressed. But you can take the stress out of holiday shopping with a gift that gives back. My Light of My Life candle collection is inspired by the four most important men in my life, the Philip, the Jay, the Jordan, and the London, named after our grandson. 
But the best part, 100% of the net proceeds from this collection go to support domestic violence prevention programs through When Georgia Smiled, the Robin McGraw Revelation Foundation. You can find this collection and more exclusively at RobinMcGrawRevelation.com. Don't let the holidays be more stressful than they need to be. If you are going to be in the Los Angeles area and you would like free tickets, go to drphil.com and click on Be in the Audience. Or you can call 323-461-PHIL. You said some things that your focus on food was because they made it taboo. They put it off limits to you, and so that made it something you really focused on. Yes. You said that you use food to rebel against their control. That that was your way of rebelling. Now think about this. At the most primary level, what is it that we control as human beings? Every mother in the world knows this that's potty trained a child. What that child controls is what they take in and when they take it in and what they put out and when they put it out. That's the primary control. That's the one thing. Like you can take a child and put them over here or pick them up and put them over here, but you can't tell them when to pee. You you can't tell them that. You can potty train them, you can potty train them, then you get all dressed up and get ready to go out on a big night and they can stand right there in the entry hall and just pee all over the floor. (laughs) Say, you gonna go out and leave me? Go right ahead, look at this. It's the primary control and it's interesting, it's the most base level. You have picked a battleground with this woman. You can control what you take in and what you put out, when you do it and how you do it. But I feel like I have no control now. It starts for one reason, but it continues for another. It started because it's like, okay, bitch, watch this. (laughs) Okay? Yeah. But then pretty soon, the eating disorder says, okay, bitch, watch this. Yeah. You see it with drug addicts all the time, Bella. You see it with drug addicts. They start out taking the drugs to party, but then pretty soon the drug gets a hold of them, and now it owns them. This might have been your defiance, your control. Look at me. Look what I can do. But then pretty soon, because right now, I tell you exactly what you want to do. Right now, if you are honest, there's a real part of you. There's a voice inside of you right now that says what you really want to do is get the hell out of here and go home in your room, lock that door, and be alone with your disease. True? true. You want to go home and be alone where you can binge and purge. Just leave you alone with your disease. It's calling you back. That is not how it started, is it? No. It started for one reason, but it continues for another. And there's something going on here called comorbidity. These things don't happen in a vacuum. You're also very depressed. You're really down. You're really sad. All these things start happening together. And somebody's got to unravel all of that. You are this close to being able to get this under control and be. We're going to take a break, and I'm going to give a plan for this family. 
We'll be right back. Closed captioning provided by... Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Ready to get real? Go to drphil.com for advice on relationships, parenting, finances, and more. Plus, weigh in on your favorite episodes, share your stories, and find support in the Dr. Phil community. When you sign up for the community, you will automatically be subscribed to the Dr. Phil Show newsletter. Log on to drphil.com today. Bella, you know, there comes a point where you have to make a decision. You have to make a decision that's very adult-like. You have to make a decision that says, I want to become part of the solution in my life instead of just being part of the problem in my life. Okay. This is comorbidity. There are things that are going on that coexist with your eating disorder. The depression, the anxiety, you're, you're starting to get ritualistic behaviors that give you a sense of control when you feel that you're losing control. All of this has to be dealt with. Uh, and, and all of these things have to be dealt with simultaneously or one's just going to spark the other right back in to control. And, and, and I want to help you do that. I want to help you help yourself. And I am going to predict that if you'll take the help that I'm going to offer your family, that this situation can be a great deal better in a short period of time. You're going to be astounded at the power you have to take control back over in your life when you've got people around you that love you. Now, there, there, there is a place in Fairfield, Connecticut called Center for Discovery. And... Uh, Jennifer Henready is the Director uh, of Outcomes and Research and the Intensive Outpatient Program Director. Uh, this is Dr. Jennifer Henry right here. Uh, wow. Jennifer, good to see you. Good to see you. Thanks um, uh, Matthew Polachek is the Program Director at Center for Discovery, and he is here as well. Matt, good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, <laughs> you guys have been watching. Jennifer, what did you want to say about this? Well, I feel really excited that with Dr. Phil's support, we can get you the treatment that you need and the length of treatment that you need. And I think you're so right. There's so much going on, uh, but that it can get better much faster. And especially with bringing the whole family in and learning new coping skills, new communication skills. And with this commitment to be different, I think we can really create an environment that's supportive of long-term recovery for you. Will you give it a shot? Yes. Will you take the help? You said you want to get better. I'm going to give you the team to help you get better. I will. I'll take it. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. All right. That's what we're going to do. I want to thank all of my guests today. A special thanks to Dr. Pat Basu and our medical team at Doctor on Demand. And I'm proud to say that Doctor on Demand is our own app, my own app. And if you at home want to have your own Doctor on Demand, 
you just go to Google Play or the App Store, you can download the app, and within a matter of seconds, you're face-to-face with a board-certified physician, whether you got a cold or the flu or whatever. They fill your prescriptions for you. They do whatever you need. You don't ever even have to leave your own home. You just look right into your smartphone, and they're looking at you, and you're looking at them, so slick your hair down because they can see you. <laughs> Uh, but you don't have to go to the doctor's office. Additional resources provided by Intervention Transportation Services who will travel with Bella to Center for Discovery at Fairfield, Connecticut to make sure that she arrives comfortably and safely. And uh, guys, thank you so much for being willing to help this very deserving family. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Alex, thank you so much. Appreciate you being here. Jennifer, thanks so much. Matt, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. all of my guests today. A special thanks to Dr. Pat Basu and our medical team at Doctor On Demand. And I'm proud to say that Doctor On Demand is uh, our own app, my own app. And if you at home want to have your own Doctor On Demand, you just go to Google Play or the App Store. You can download the app and within a matter of seconds, you're face-to-face with a board-certified physician. Whether you got a cold or the flu or whatever, they fill your prescriptions for you. They do whatever you need you don't ever even have to leave your own home. You just look right into your smartphone and they're looking at you and you're looking at them, so slick your hair down because they can see you. Uh, but you don't have to go to the doctor's office. And additional resources provided by Intervention Transportation Services who will travel with Bella to Center for Discovery at Fairfield, Connecticut to make sure that she arrives comfortably and safely. And uh, guys, thank you so much for being willing to help this very deserving family. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Alex, thank you so much. Appreciate you being here. Jennifer, thanks so much. Matt, appreciate you. Thanks, guys.